Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to peace. Lead us to peace. Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and with me are my amazing friends and helpers. Hi. And Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help us each week as we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. Hi. Hi. Just a reminder: Donuts and Devos will be every other week through the months of July and August. Starting September after Labor Day, we will go back to weekly devotions. We've been enjoying some time with family this summer, which has been amazing. Yeah. Now I know most of you probably haven't had a chance to listen to every episode, so hopefully. This will give you a little bit of an opportunity to catch up. You don't want to miss any of our devotion. No, they do not. What are we going to talk about today? Good question. Let me give a quick recap or reminder of where we are at in the book of Exodus. The ten plagues have gone through Egypt and left devastation behind. The final plague. The firstborn dying. Yes, right. Well, that was the final straw. Pharaoh told the Israelites, "Leave. Go ahead and worship your God." So the Hebrews, quick as can be, packed up everything, took lots of gold and clothing from the Egyptians themselves, and left in a huge exodus. Exactly. There were six hundred thousand men, plus all the women and children, and not just Hebrews. But Egyptians and other foreigners left as well. That's so many people. It is, isn't it? That's a lot of people to leave a country, and the majority of Egypt's workers and slaves. So I wonder who's left to do all the work. I don't know. Hmm. Well, guess what? Pharaoh didn't either. So we're gonna find out what happens when Pharaoh realizes this little predicament he's finding himself in. Let's pray and get started. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Our Bible reading is from Exodus chapter thirteen, verses seventeen through twenty-two, and chapter fourteen, verses one through nine. I'm finding some allergies this week, so I have a helper here who's going to help me read our Bible verses today. Hi. 
let's learn about the pillars of cloud and fire. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt, equipped for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones with you from here. And they moved on from Succoth and encamped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along by the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. Beginning at chapter 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel to turn back and encamp in front of Pihaharoth, between Migdal and the sea, in front of Baal-Zephon. You shall encamp facing it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the people of Israel, They are wandering in the lands. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will pursue them, and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his host. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. And they did so. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of Pharaoh and his servants were changed toward the people, and they said, What is it this we have done? that we have let Israel go from serving us. So he made ready his chariot and took his arm, army with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the people of Israel while the people of Israel were going out defiantly. The Egyptians pursued them, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them and camped at the sea by Pihaharoth in front of Belsavon. Okay, so we really have two different things happening in our Bible reading. Let's talk about the first part from chapter 13. God led the people down a different route, one that brought them into the wilderness. Where was God taking the Israelites? To the promised land, of course. To the land that God had promised Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob. This is where they would live with God in peace and rest and safety. And they wouldn't be slaves anymore, but people of God's household. Oh, okay. But... Why did God take them into the wilderness then? Well, there was a faster way to get to the promised land, but, but that would have had them travel through the land belonging to the Philistines. They would have had to fight their way through that land, and God didn't want his people to get afraid and go back to Egypt out of fear. It would have been really easy for the Israelites to think that they were better off in Egypt than fighting in a war. So the Lord took his people on a little bit of a roundabout way. Through the wilderness. Yep. They walked out of Egypt and they headed south. But they didn't wander without a direction. Do you remember how the people knew where they were going? The pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. That's right. God led them forward in the pillar of clouds and fire. God was in those pillars with them. What's a pillar? Oh, right. 
Maybe we should discuss that. A pillar is... Hold it, Pastor Glaze. That's our faith word of the okay. day. We'll talk about that soon. All right. All right. Then, then how about this? Why did God use a pillar of cloud during the day, but a pillar of fire during the night? So the people could see at night. Oh, exactly. As the people were walking and camping and sleeping and resting and walking again, God wanted them to know that he was never resting, never sleeping. He was always watching out for them and protecting them. But back in Egypt... Yeah, Pharaoh changes his mind again. Yes, Pharaoh's heart is hardened once more. Why, why, why does Pharaoh change after them? (laughs) After the exodus, probably a few days later, Pharaoh must have looked out at all his unfinished building projects and (laughs) brick-making pits and all the deserted houses in Goshen, and it hit him. He had no more slave labor. Oopsies. <laughs> now the Egyptians would have to do all the hard work. And Bet and Pharaoh didn't like that, and neither did the people. They wanted their slaves back. Pharaoh heard that the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness and camping at random places. It may have even looked like they were lost and helpless and could easily be conquered. So Pharaoh ordered horse-drawn chariots to overtake the Israelites and bring them back to Egypt. Oh, no! God did tell Moses this was going to happen, but God had a reason. What reason? God told Moses, I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his host, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. And not only the Egyptians, but the Israelites, too. They would see God at work again, delivering them and saving them, especially when they couldn't do anything to save themselves. God was leading them by a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. He was setting the stage for something amazing to be done. What? What was he going to do? God led his people to a body of water. Wait! Didn't the Israelites cross the Red Sea after they left Egypt? You're right on track. Where were the people of Israel camped out at the end of our reading? By the sea! By the sea. And in our next devotion, we'll hear just how God delivers his people through water. I can't wait. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father. As you led your people to safety. As you led your people to safety. By a pillar of cloud and fire. By a pillar of cloud and fire. Always lead and protect us. Always lead and protect us. And bring us at last. And bring us at last. To the safety of heaven. To the safety of heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We already mentioned our faith word of the day in our devotion. Do you remember what it was? Pillar. Yeah, what is a pillar? A pillar is a solid, upright support that is used when building a very large structure. It can be made out of a number of different types of materials, but basically, pillars can hold up a huge superstructure. I think I've seen one in the museum, and there's lots of pillars in the Bible. Absolutely. That's a great example. It can kind of give you a visual of what the Israelites were seeing in front of them. During the daytime, they had this huge pillar of cloud to guide them to where God was leading them. 
Remember, they were walking in the wilderness. Right. So they didn't have any road signs or directions to tell them where to go. Just this massive column of clouds during the day. And fire by night. Interesting thing about that. Back in Exodus chapter nine verse twenty-four, during the seventh plague, God rained down hail. This verse says that there was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the hail. What flashes in the sky that we see that could look like fire? Lightning. Right. So the Israelites saw this pillar of lightning flashing in front of them at night. Cool. I know the common thought is that this was a huge thing of orange blazing fire, but by cross-referencing, <laughs> of course, we can conclude that the similar use of the word fire in the sky refers to lightning. Just like we see during storms, the presence of these pillars once again showed the Israelites that God was with His people every day and every night, and did not leave them. God was Israel's travel guide through the wilderness. Using the pillars of cloud and fire, God showed His people the way He wanted them to go, the way that was going to bring them to safety and peace. What better way to remember God's presence during Israel's exodus than to memorize Exodus chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two? The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. Thank you. God never left His people. These pillars were always there for the people to see and to know that the Lord was with them. Let's learn these words to music with Miss Baker. The pillar of cloud by day. The pillar of cloud by day. And the pillar of fire by night. Just like God used the pillars of cloud and fire to guide His people and show that He was present with them, we also can remember that God is always with us. His word guides us in our lives, and we have peace, knowing He is with us always. 
not depart from before the people. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. Exodus 13:22. And that finishes up our devotion for this week. If you've just started listening to our podcast, you can go ahead and check out our previous devotions either on our website, donutsanddevos.com, or on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow us on social media. We have a private Facebook group called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. This is a really fun place for us to come together as our Donuts and Devos community. I like to share some pictures that are going on in our life and also some resources and graphics that I make in connection to our devotions here on the podcast. We are also on Instagram, and we'd love to feature your child's artwork. We have featured a few kids in the past who send us a picture of their completed coloring page designed by the talented Jamie Truey over at Pure Joy Creative. She makes these coloring pages unique every single week, and they really wouldn't be the same without her. So if your kids like to color those pages, just snap a quick picture next time they are and send it to me either on Facebook or Instagram. If you liked our devotion today or any other devotion in the past, we would love it if you could just share Donuts and Devos with your friends and family. That is the biggest way you can support us. You can also support us over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Donuts and Devos. Give a donation and all the donations that we do collect from the show will go back into the podcast to help support future content. I truly do hope you do enjoy our devotions. I am Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Donuts and Devos.